Welcome to the Dillcast, Episode 2. My name is Gobblatula, and joining me is... Stuart Jip. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about Dilbert. Specifically, the comic, this is the second Dilbert comic, from April 17th, 1989. Well, wow. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a day in history that was. Yes, indeed. And um, before we get started, I, I, I gotta sing the second theme song. Oh boy. Some of those were ride horses. Dilling in the name of Dilling in the name of and they do what they told you. I wanna I wanna arrest this. And they do what they told you. I'm put I'm putting my foot down. I want this to end. Yeah. Um, Stuart, I want the song to end. Stuart suggested that um, we have instead of doing uh, the episode, like naming our episodes after like the date of the comic, we have things like, and he suggested dilling in the name, and I started singing that. So I absolutely yeah. had to include that in the podcast. Well, well, on this day, on this day in the past, the following. Uh, Interesting events occurred. Which would you like? To, would you like to hear them? Oh, I would love to hear they made, interesting events. They made, they made the right context for this comic strip in some way. Yeah, of course. Okay, here we go. Right, uh, no year is given, which suggests. Oh no, it is this year. So yeah, Monday, April the seventeenth, uh, nineteen eighty nine. This is this is this is what happened. Okay, get ready because this is going to blow your balls off. All okay. right, <clears throat> holding maximum. Him. Maximum New York State unemployment benefits raised to $245 per week. Yeah, I know. Also, uh, the Polish Labor Union was granted legal status. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And, uh... How about celebrity birthdays? Any celebrity birthdays? Yeah, yeah, famous birthdays. Um... Paraskevi Papakristou, the Greek triple jumper, uh-huh. he was born on this day, um, and uh, that that, that uh, the, 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 um, the, the, that's it. That's everything. So that that was a good feature, wasn't it? That was that was worth worth putting in the podcast, wasn't it? I think so. I think that people are going to want to know about that triple jumper. The more like, features, oh, the better. <laughs> oh. Guess what? Cardi B, C, D, and E were born on this day. All the Cardis. I don't know why the fuck I'm doing that voice. I'm sorry. I I don't know either. It's it's my radio voice. I'm just glad that it's happening. Hey, welcome to the Dillcast. Suck my... (laughs) I'm going to complete that sentence. You can... Dick? (laughs) Who says that on the radio? Well, I'm not going to say suck was my dick a, on the radio. <laughs> because That's there was illegal. such a long gap. <laughs> because there was such a long gap, technically. You just said suck my, and then I, in a separate utterance, said dick, which was the beginning of a new statement. So well, speak. my so friends, we can get away with it. Special guest, Garfield. Hey, guys, what's up, <laughs> motherfuckers? I'm here to be wild. 
And my other special guest, Scott Adams. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? My name's Scott Adams. That is exactly what he sounds like. I'm in the Raging Against the Machine cover band. <laughs> Damn it. Da -da. And they do what they <laughs> told you. No, please no, not again. <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry. No, you don't have to apologise, it's really fine. It's really hot here, it's like... I don't know what it is, but there's this lot. There's a lot of sun, and it's warm. So oh no! That's what it means. That's what it means to be hot. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you're if you're brand new to the Dillcast, um, thanks. Uh, if you're still listening, I we appreciate it. Yeah. A lot. Because um, the first episode seemed to go down reasonably well. I thought people seemed to enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, people have been crying out for a uh, Dilbert uh, academic study. I think. I think they have yeah. as well. Um, they're, been... they're just ready for the dill. They didn't know it, but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, now now they know it. Now they now they're here for it. And uh, today's episode of Dilbert, uh, today's strip, is actually a more traditional daily strip rather than a Sunday, which is when Dilbert began. Uh, like, like, um, so if Sunday was the day of rest in in biblical history or whatever, this would be more like. The day of the first day when God created, uh, what did God create on the first day? I'm sure you have. On the first day, yeah, I'm Catholic. Yeah. Um, so, oh shit! I'm sorry to hear that, man. Uh, it's all right. God created, and this is what Catholics believe. Yeah. First day, uh, he said, "Let there be light." So mm -hmm. there was light. Second, said, "Let there be night." So oh. there was night. Hang on. Third day. Hang on. Yes. So he created the light so he could see what he was doing. Mm hmm. And then he was like, I don't know about this. I mean, all the time. Yeah. Is, is that the basic premise? Okay, good. This is interesting. This is relevant to Dilbert as well, but, you know, go on. So the third day, he said, mm -hmm. well, so the second day, he said, let there be night. So there was night. Yeah. Third day, he said, let there be fright. Oh, so that's shit. when all the ghouls so and goblins fear. came out. All the goblins. Yeah, yeah. And serial killers and, uh, you know, metaphysical concepts that are just upsetting. Yeah. And then the fourth the day he said, let there be flight. And that's when oh, all the fucking shit. birds yes. and pterodactyls and shit came Airplane, out to fight airplanes, the airplanes. Balloons. Helicopters. They were all fighting the ghouls and goblins. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And... So, most of those things died, uh, and there were yeah, just birds like and helicopters left over, so God was like, all right, all right, no ghouls, no goblins, whatever. Fifth day, he said, uh, uh, I gotta, uh, I forgot what I was talking about, and then the rest of the world just kind of appeared. Okay. Well, that, 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 I mean, that's not exactly how I remember it, but then again, I am not Catholic, so, you know, there are minor differences between all the different Is faiths, it? you know, the branches of faith, so who am I to tell you that that's not what happened? Who am I to tell you that? Yeah, that's how I feel. Mm. Yeah. So, speaking of um, uh, things that are old, <laughs> this comic is about, uh, today's comic is about nostalgia, isn't it? It is, that's correct. And it's... It's a sort of interesting kind of, you know, snaking its own tail, Uroboros kind of thing, because I'm nostalgic for Dilbert. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, you know, so 
in a way, it's a bit of it's either self-defeating or kind of self-actualizing. It's, it's it's an interesting piece of work. This, but I feel like we should do a, a like our usual read-through of it. Absolutely. Um, would you Would you like to be Dilbert this time? Yeah, I would love to. Okay, I'll, I'll be Dogbert. I'll, I'll think of it. I'll do a good Dogbert voice this time then. Of course. Hey guys, I'm Dilbert. <laughs> so the first panel, we see Dilbert and Dogbert sitting on a hill of grass. Dilbert's holding an ice cream cone. Yeah. Dilbert says, uh, but, but "It's worth my mentioning. <clears throat> he's sitting on a rock." That's important. That's a rock? Oh, you're right. That is a rock. Sorry. There is a little raised rock that he's sitting on. I feel like that's an important detail to add. Because we'll get into that later, I think. Okay. So Dilbert, Dogbert, sitting on a little hilly, a grassy hill. Dilbert. look. Sitting on a rock. A a null. Null. Looking on, Dilbert and his ice cream cone together with Dogbert. And there's also a cloud in the background. Yeah. Two clouds. Dilbert says, yeah. I can remember when these were only 15 cents. Panel two. Refer- refer- referring, referring presumably to the ice cream cone. Correct. Okay. So, panel two, Dilbert continues... But I'm really dating myself now. And then uh, Dogbert in panel three retorts. Well, it's not as if anybody else would date you. Oh, Dogbert again. Yeah, uh, Dogbert straight in with the roast, the ponage. Yeah, yeah. This. Mm. <laughs> oh. Imagine getting roasted by your own dog. Fuck me. I think I might have said that last episode as well. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the dog is the one thing you don't want to roast you. Yeah, if when I When got... your dog's like, check out this fucking twat. Then you're like, oh dear. Oh no. <laughs> the only the thing I want to be roasted by is um, my oven. And I don't even Gilbert. really want that. Gilbert Gottfried in a humorous Comedy Central television program. I, well, it's not if anybody else would do it here. That's my Gilbert Godfrey. It's very bad. Doesn't sound like him at all. Hey, guys. Hey, Jafar. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's him. Jafar. The Comedy Suck Central. My... No. The Comedy Central roast of Cobo Latula. Hey. Uh, that would be good. It's the aristocrats. Nice. Hell yeah. I would love to be roasted, but actually, no, I wouldn't want to be roasted by anybody. It would hurt my feelings. It it would be painful, wouldn't it? Yeah. No, why? I don't know about the roasted bit. It would just be like, it hurts. Yeah, reading the comic sure does. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Please please forgive me. Yeah. You, you, You should be saying that to me for making me read the comic. It would be things like that, exactly. Yeah. Although they would, I've had, um, I you know, putting, I guess, more like putting more like slobbalatula, <laughs> more like nobbalatula. Nice. And I'm meanwhile, I'm sitting there being cool to Stuart Chip. Like, good thing there's nothing humorous my name can be made into. Yeah, more like Stuart Tit. 
Whoa. Doesn't even properly yeah. rhyme. It doesn't, but it's cool. We should switch accents for for the remainder of the podcast. Nah. <laughs> I could remember when these were 15 cents. I'm Dilbert. I can't do well, it. Well, t- it's not as if anybody else would date you. There you go. You got it. I mean, there you go. You've got it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah, oh, this is um sake. I feel like this was a very low effort uh <laughs> post uh debut comic, I guess. Yeah. It's just like, oh god, now it feels kind of miserable and and I mean, compared to the first one where it, it's it felt a little more exciting, like we see uh, Dilbert's laboratory and all those little gadgets on the table. The his cow yeah, tools, his cow tools, yeah, the cow tools, yeah. And uh, you know that felt very exciting. Now it feels like just like a sad man <laughs> who, you know, just eating an ice cream cone, essentially alone. I mean, yeah, imagining that his dog is talking to him. Yeah, I mean, it's nice that he he's got a talking dog, but. Um, yeah, but the dog, the dog, everything the dog says is like a viciously personal, like, yeah. put down. It's like they're not friends, really. No, not <laughs> at all. They, they they exhibit no real loyalty to one another. Yeah. Like, dog, Dilbert's just a sap. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I agree with you. I, I think it's a, I think it's a sharp come down from the frankly stunning original... It's- Dilbert it comic. feels like, like okay, all right, let's we're gonna have a series, and this one is just like, no, I'm sad, which I can appreciate from... actually. It's just yeah, a, fair it's, play. It's a pretty sad comic. Um, no, I think that in your in your works, I think you 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 have a more textured approach to the issue of sadness. Y- Whereas this is, uh, this is, I mean, I don't remember a comic from you where uh, Pas- Pasquale is just like. Sitting on a mm. hill <laughs> with a dog, you know, like I'm yeah. dating myself now. That's true. Well, but you should maybe you should think about doing that. I could do well. I've wanted to have a talking. Actually, um, yeah, that would be a good idea. Talking dog noted. Yeah, throw it in. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I think that uh, um. It's difficult to even critique a comic which is this empty of. Um, well, uh, all right. Let me let me give it. I'll give it a whirl. Um, uh, nice rock, nice little rocky. So, rock, what did you? Yeah, what were you going to say about the rock? The rock does elevate it. I think that you can't smell what it's cooking. Um. Uh, oh. Ooh. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean. Let's let's get let's get let's get analytical, baby. Um, let's get anal. I think it's yeah. Let's get anal. Tickle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, anal tickle. Perhaps later. The um, I, I want to praise the grass here. I think the grass is quite well rendered. It's you know little squiggles. I think it's a decent it's effort. I think it's a decent effort. 
I think he's... Ca- uh, the clouds, however, are very bad. Yeah, clouds look like turds. Yeah, the clouds are a very weak attempt at, at, at crafting a background. I mean, I'm not good at that, so I just started using photos, and I feel like Dilbert's creator, Scott the, Scott the Mac Adams, should have considered doing yeah. the same. I mean, I can't but, draw uh, clouds worth shit either. I just do, like, little... Squ- you know, I, at least he's doing all, some, like, little cross-hatchies on his... Uh, not even cross. They're just like hatches. Yeah, but clouds don't have that. Yeah, it just looks bad. Mm-hmm. But but as for the rock, I feel like the rocks must be significant in some way. It's significant because he doesn't want to get grass stains on his fucking pants. Whereas the dog dog doesn't give a fuck. No, it's he's using the grass to clean his little dog butthole. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas Dilbert has already sanitized his own anus previously. You'd, no you'd like to, to think, that. but... Mm. Come on, he doesn't... He doesn't wipe his ass. He, he does. He bends his head forward so that the sponge-looking end goes straight in. Oh, yeah. He oh, man. <laughs> doubles himself over and do, uses his own hair as a douche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too good. That's why Dogbert just disdains him so much because he's like, "Please stop doing this!" All like this is, even when you haven't been to the bathroom, you're still doing it. You've got to stop. And Dilbert's like muffled. He's like, "No, never! I never stop! I love this! I fucking love this shit!" <laughs> and yeah, it's just really you know borderline abuse that he makes Dogbert watch that really. I need you to see me scrub my own asshole with my naked head! <laughs> Dilbert, please! Don't this turn sucks. away! This so sucks gross. so much! Dilbert, That's my new Dilbert, Dilbert, voice. This is, Dilbert, this is so gross! This please. is fucking terrible! I hate my life! No! Dogbert, you fucking watch me do this! I feed you dog food! This fucking blows. <laughs> Where's Scott Adams when I need him? Oh my god. I'm with okay. you guys. <laughs> I wrote this comic. You like my comic. <laughs> See, okay, I want to ask you a question. Go, go right ahead. No, Gob, not Scott. All right. Um, if Scott Adams were here now, and you could ask him any question about this comic, what would you ask him? Um, any question about this comic or this Dilbert specific Gen- one? This specific um, comic. What did you use to, um, in the first panel? You see Dilbert sitting like that. I noticed that his pants are. Black. Did you use whiteout to draw that line into you know the to separating his legs yeah, between his legs? Yeah. Or did you simply not color that bit in? What tools do you use? See, the thing is, I think when this first was printed, it was in black and white. And yeah, it's probably been subsequently. Yeah. In MS Paint. Yeah, but I I wonder if he does he color uh you know. Uh, ink in Dilbert's black pants? I, I don't know. I truly don't know. I would have thought, given the um, current 
sort of state of the comic, I imagine he's probably got lots of preset Dilbert poses. Oh. That he uses This is going to show how how uh, involved I am in the Dilbert community. But is, mm. still, is Dilbert still is it still going on? Yeah, it's it's still going. He started. To, he, there's a really interesting visual thing that he does, in which I find borderline genius in its laziness. Which is uh, he has this stock shot of the company building. Mm-hmm. It's an exterior shot of just this, like, windowed, unassuming building. Okay. And in maybe one strip or two per week, the middle panel is just that picture of that building with a speech bubble coming out of it. Hmm. And he uses it over and over and over again, and I think it's a really smart way of getting out of drawing a panel. Yeah, well, I... I it's one of those things that aggravates me deeply, but um, hey, if you can get away with it and get paid for it, that's you know, integrity well, would, be damned. Love, he doesn't I mean, get I the th- integrity th- award that year. I feel I feel guilty when I make my comics and I do copy. Panels. Yeah, exactly. Because, I feel the same way. Every now and then, lately, I'll um, I'll do series of panels where like characters are in like the same spot and it's like a continuation of the same conversation but they're posed only slightly differently yeah and i always feel bad where i I, you know what i'll do is i'll you know because i sketch everything first is i'll even if it's the same uh pose i'll redraw it just to sort of Say, hey, you know what? I put in a little extra effort, but I don't even always do that either. But no. so when I when I do end up like copying, I always feel like pretty bad. I do I do feel bad about it, but I also I justify it to myself because it's like a let's face it, nobody cares, and b I got to do one every day, and sometimes it's late, and sometimes mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have time. Yeah. I mean, and then I, will I, feel bad. I take so, so many breaks. Where, if, you ever, if you ever see a Mary Hell comic where it's like the three panels are close-ups of people talking, mm-hmm. uh, that's how you know that I ran out of time. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get you. I, mm. I I take like so many breaks that I, I always feel bad. Because like, I take my sweet time with these silly things. and um, I don't know why, but I... I, I I love drawing just close-ups of faces just for one panel. And uh, it's like, not only does it take no time at all, I get to draw silly faces. Silly faces are the most fun thing to draw. Hell yeah. And that's something that you'll find is distinctly lacking from Dilbert because the main characters have such nondescript features. Well, they... Yeah, it's true. And that's kind of the point, in a way. But yeah, it's kind of a sad. I noticed something I mean, else about this comic as well. Yeah, Dilbert's tie isn't a boner. Well, it's obscured by his knees. I disagree. I think it would be visible if he was operating under the same uh, trajectory. I'm gonna have. It's to... possible he's closed his knees on it. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Akin to akin to the tuck, like you know, Buffalo Bill and Science of the Lambs kind of thing. Ah, yeah, that. He could be doing that. Yeah, it's possible. 
not likely, but possible. Also, I don't know how Dilbert's going to eat the ice cream because he has no mouth. He puts it in his ear, right? I would assume so, yes. I mean, that's the only hole I see in his face. He's got to stick it in some hole. Well, Dogbert's got his big screaming mouth, so... I can only whisper scream. Oh, yeah, because you don't want to wake up the cats. Yeah. Oh, they awake. They awake already. What are they doing? At least they're not fighting each other right now. Do you have a similar relationship to the cats that Dilbert has the dog, but do the cats ever, like, give you shit? They give me literal shit. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I should have rephrased little, little nuggets in boxes of sand. I can't... Let me ask you something, Stuart. As a man... <coughs> yeah? Have you as ever... A as a man, have you ever walk in, walked into a pile of sand, taken a dump, and then eaten sand nearby where you took a dump of course i have all right just checking (laughs) me too i mean i i was just wanted to make sure that that's normal i mean obviously if if you hadn't done that i would terminate this podcast you know want nothing more to do with you well we're on the same page we're both yeah we're on on the same sound shitting page dump taken sand eaten Renegades, or no, completely normal people. Mm. Yeah, Frenegades, like Renegades of Funk. Yeah, Renegades. I'm into it. I think. I think what we should do is we should rate this comic. I think before that we should. I should do 18 more Rage Against the Machine parodies (laughs) with that voice. Okay, Scott Adams' voice. Could I? Is there anything I can say to prevent this from happening? Um, you can just say no. I mean, I'll, I'm, I would, I would like for there not for that not to happen. I mean, I'm a reasonable person. I'm not gonna just go on and on and on. Mm. I would. Do you ever find that the band Rage Against the Machine was, was a bit much? Don't you think? No, I love. You find yourself, you find yourself thinking like, how old are okay, you actually? Okay, yeah, like you, you want to. Okay, you want to take the power back. Great. How's this song gonna help? Makes people That's pissed how, off, uh, uh, and they start yeah, punching. Doesn't it? It just it makes them happy, and they start dancing. Well, they, they fundamentally misunderstood their own audience. They should they should make songs that, that are just called like, "Let's get funky." They sh- they, they sh- <laughs> <laughs> no, they should have made absolutely miserable songs. That nobody can dance to. That the no, no, the, no. the music itself make... is grating, and then the lyrics don't rhyme in any way. They're not inspiring, and it's just a list of facts. That's what Rage Against no, the Machine in, should in have been. Perfect, in my perfect world, Rage Against the Machine songs were completely apolitical and upbeat, and the, the greatest hits album was one. Dance Some of time. those that ride horses. <laughs> are the same that ride so you're horses. Doing, this, is, this is the third outing. The third outing. No. Track 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 three is yeah. Let's get funky. Track track four is called let's 
Let's go to the library. Let's go to the library. Family comes first is track five. That song fucking rules. I love it so much. Hell yeah. Balls on parade, man. What a tune. Let's see. Let's ask Ray to machine if we can use it. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to ring them. I'm going to give them a call. I'm going to give them a quick call. Hang on. It's ringing. It's ringing. It's ringing. It's ringing. Hang on. Hi, is that Ray to machine? Yeah, hi, it's Stuart Jett from the Dillcast. I was wondering if we could use Bulls on Parade for our podcast outro. No? Okay, didn't think so. No worries, all the best. They said no. (laughs) Out of ten. I would say this one is a... Um... Four... I felt you it. Know I, what? Yeah, what? Oh, you go on. You go on. You justify that for. Um, I felt it was like meh and a little lazy. I mean, I mean, compared to the last one, I guess this the last one was like okay, this is fun, and this one it's like uh, I know even though I appreciate Dogbert's sick burn, it's just like. I don't know. Should, it's the same I, should again, I get used it? to like the, the lazy? Same, it's the same thing again, isn't it? That's the yeah. proper problem. He's not demonstrating a multifaceted comedy here. Yeah, um, I will. I will say I do appreciate the fact that the final panel is viewed from the rear. I do appreciate that. That is quite cinematic. Yeah, it's just a um, sad man and his ice cream and his dog. And it, yeah, sitting on a rock on a hill. You know, at five. Leave it a five. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what? I'm going to concur with that. I'm going to also give it a five. I think it's average. Um, fuck it and I hate. I, I, fuck yeah, ten. Fuck it. <clears throat> Screw it. It's a ten. It's a straight ten. It's it's a, a quintessential Dilbert. Yeah, yeah. I would I would describe it as Dilbertacular. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Any any final thoughts on this on this Dilbert? Any sort of philosoph- philosophical questions that it raises, or um, Dogbert's still cute. Uh, yeah, he's a little bean. You want to pet him on the head? Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Somehow, I don't think he would like it though. Which would I would I would be like, hey, can I give you a pet? And he'd be like, fuck you, dude. I think I think there are some strips relatively early on where Dilbert pets Dogbert, and Dogbert like pretends he doesn't like it. But he clearly does because his tail starts wagging and shit. No, and it's played off like cute. It's played off like super cute. Yeah, but then later when he starts the rolling class, he just goes full. He just turns full heel. Basically, he just goes full uh, uh, Hollywood Hogan at that point. <laughs> so now that we're done with the the, the talking about Dilbert uh, comic, yeah. yeah. So can we talk more about Rage Against the Machine? If you wish, yeah, we we absolutely could, yeah. But is this just a pretense, a pretense for you to start singing the telling the name again? Never mind. <laughs> well, we were talking then, about. Um, I, I I failed to mention peanuts last time. We were talking about other 
uh, newspaper comic strips. I genuinely... That's not a laugh out loud uh, strip, peanuts. but Peanuts is... was... Um, is fantastic. Peanuts is like my favorite shit ever when I was a kid. I had so many of the little paperbacks. Yeah, man. Like, tons of them, like maybe 40. And then, for some reason, I got rid of them all. I mean, it, for space reasons, I guess. What's wrong with you? Is getting more Marvel number one reprints? I don't know. I think I just didn't... I, just, I think I just took up a lot of space, and I found out that you can read them all online for free. So. Oh, well, uh, yeah, that makes sense. But all the same, I do miss them, because that, that God, Peanuts was just fucking brilliant. Yeah. I remember the thing I'll never forget is this ridiculous six in the sixties. There were I don't know when in the sixties that was like the golden era of it, but there was just this one week of strips where all that happens is Snoopy starts flying around by rotating his ears like <laughs> helicopter blades, and there's never explained the whole. It's just a week of strips where someone will be doing something. He'll just fly into frame and like steal it, oh, and then wow. fly off. And Charlie Brown will just be like, for fuck's sake. And I, I, I love the way that they used to go for it like that. Just there yeah. would just be this sudden surrealism and uh, surprising oddness to go with the real like I don't know ennui and that sort of depression of the whole thing. Yeah, Charlie Brown. Man, Charlie Brown just be like, "Whoa, that dog ain't right." <laughs> yeah. What dog? Dang it, Dale. Don't you, and that sec- you and that security blanket, Linus. Well, I tell you what, Hank. Suck my... <laughs> dick. He just went straight for it again. Straight for it. Beeline. Beautiful. There was no I would other never... way that sentence could possibly end. No, I would never... Oh. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me this morning. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, it's so uh, warm. It's so warm. Over and... over here where I'm at, it's it's nice and mild. Oh, nice. I just I'm thought I'd let you know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry that I have enjoyable weather. That's okay. I, I forgive you. Yeah. Should we plug um? Should we plug our stuff and and wrap this up? Sure. Please go. Okay. Stuart, tell us. I'm I'm going to plug my stuff. Uh, okay, I do a comic called Mary Hell. You can read it at maryhellcomic.com. There's a new one up every single day. Uh, at the end of this month, there's going to be ten guest trips in a row by Garvin. They're really funny, so look forward to those. You'll Thank know you that they're much. running because they'll you'll know they're running because the comic will be funny and good. Like you'll be like, oh, this is different. You shouldn't say um, things like that. Yeah, well, I always will. Uh, you can also listen to my other podcasts, which is Retronauts. I do episodes of that. Uh, Arseholevania with Andy Hamilton. Uh, Animani Chat with Luke Fletcher. And there's probably some other stuff that I do that I've forgotten. Um, oh, yeah, Nintendo Life. You can find my stuff there. Push Square. Uh, that's it for now. Retro Gamer Magazine sometimes. I do a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. But the main thing is Mary Hell. Please read it. Thank you. Well, um, yes, I did 10 guest strips of Mary Hell that are coming up, and Mary Hell is funny. Uh, you should read Mary Hell. Stuart's comic is maryhellcomic.com. Please read Thank it. Thank you. Plug, plug your own stuff. And, yep. um, I, I 
mainly do a comic called Please Forgive Me. Uh, the site is PLZ, the number four, G I V E dot M E. So it's like pulls for give dot me. Go there and read it. That's mainly what I do. I take a lot of breaks, but follow me on Twitter at Gobolatula, G O B O L A T U L A. Um, I do my comics with my buddy, uh, Yosef. Um, we write them together and develop them together. So I just wanted to give him a shout out. And, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Zach De La Ro- Roca. Um, yeah, big up who's, who's been an inspiration to this particular episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> But don't forget the refs of Tom Morello. They've also figured quite heavily in that. Oh, you're right. That's right. Yeah. Tom Morello, you are an absolute legend. And uh, I'd also like to give um, a shout out to our patrons. Our, our pa- You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash money, money, cash, money, Dilbert, money, cash. And I'd like to thank our patrons, Mulligan32558, uh, Gullimul7280, um, Harry Partridge, uh, John Mullaney, Larry David, Nicholas Cage, Ricky O, Batman, Blue Velvet, Blade Runner, Megaman.exe. I'd like to thank our patron Xfinity, um, Android, <laughs> uh, water bottle, <laughs> um, peep show box set, Links Africa deodorant. I'd like to thank Jesus, Usagi, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Akira, okay, I should just shut the fuck up. I clearly just want to keep babbling for 80 hours. Um, but uh, thank you all for listening. We yes, thank very you. Much, I just like talking to you, Stuart. You're a fun uh, guy to talk to. Uh, I have a, thanks, a really man. good time doing these things. And uh, I, oh, jeez. Thanks, pal. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to start talking like this. My name is... My name is Scott, and I'm here to say that I write Dilbert every single day. I use the same fucking pictures in my comic strips, and you don't fucking care. I don't give a shit. So, okay. That's that's rapping Scott. I'm rapping Scott, and I'm the fucking best. I've never seen a woman's breast. For Christ's sake, God. I'm sorry. I don't, don't be sorry. I, this I is ate, astonishing. I, I ate. I, I drank I a cup of coffee and a freestyle battle rap of Scott Adams. Oh, okay. So who's who's he battling? Oh shit. Um. Uh. Stephen King. Uh. Check out. Um. Uh, I'm Stephen King, and I'm here to say <laughs> that we begin that rap in the same way. I wrote The Shining, and I give a fuck. 
Cujo will bite you in the nuts. I don't give a fuck about Cujo's teeth. I'll have Dogbird bite his knees. That didn't rhyme, but it doesn't matter. Well, Cujo will get fatter after he devours Dogbird. (laughs) And then he's dead. I'll bite you in the fucking head. What, with your teeth? Yeah, that's right, bitch. Well, I'll tell you to scratch this itch. It's on my back. Oh, is it right here? Little lower. Oh, well, thank you, pal. (laughs) I get along now, in the end. Fuck. Sorry. Oh. Oh, boy. Thanks for listening to the Dillcast. Thank you. Bye bye. Another episode. We'll be I love you. Next week, covering the third ever Dilbert strip. Fuck me. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. <laughs> I'm ending it. That's the end. Gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. Go. Yeah. Yeah.